0: Thank you so much. We have Chef Jimmy Graves here in studio. Again, like, share, comment. This video, we're giving away some passes to the Texas Renaissance Festival. If you've been before, go ahead and put in the comments if you had a good time. What was your favorite part? Mine just so happens to be the turkey legs because you know the turkey legs are going down at the Texas Renaissance Festival. We were having some technical difficulties on our Facebook, but it looks like everything's working now. So sorry for... Going live. Not going live. Going live. But again, like, share, comment. We're giving away some passes. I'm going to go ahead and kick it on the FM, and then we're going to start talking to Chef Jimmy. Here we go. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. It's 10 o'clock. Hopefully, you're having a good day. We got Chef Jimmy in studio. What's up, Chef? Hey, how are you today? Is that okay if I just say Chef? It it is. That's
1: that's what I prefer sometimes.
0: Chef. Yes. He's making it happen. Yes, it is. You brought some really cool stuff in studio. What do we have here i'm enjoying this and i really want to taste it
1: we brought you some some hot sauce that we make we bottle ourselves it's a habanero and then we have a traditional hot sauce with it as well we also brought you some venison chili i forgot earlier we brought some jambalaya and there is some chicken and sausage gumbo
0: so there's a lot of stuff going on
1: how many people can this feed um comfortably three or four if you don't want to, if you want to be uncomfortable, one. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all good. It's all freshly homemade. Um we make it in the kitchen actually about 5 minutes away from here.
0: All right. So that would be Q's Catering. Is no, that where it's this is? Tasteful Yours Catering. Tasteful Yours. We're, so, we're a family. You have a lot going on. Yes, we do. You have a lot going on. <laughs> Can you list all of the things that you have going on? You know, yes, it was funny cuz I was talking to Ethan earlier. And I was sharing how we were messaging last night. And you're like, well, what are we going to talk about? Right. And in my head, I was just kind of like laughing. I was like, <laughs> you have a lot going on. What do you mean? What are we going to everything? We'll talk about everything. So okay. what else do you have going on? Okay. Um, I own Tasteful Yours Catering, Q's Catering.
1: I own Bay Area Entertainer, which is an online publication. We share just good news. We, we do a local advertising with it. I also do a children's ministry called Kids Cooking Club. I run about twenty Facebook pages. Uh, Ten of them are for nonprofits. Yeah, uh, just a few other things. I mean, it's I, I work with the food bank when I can.
0: Yes. Did you say twenty Facebook 20 pages? Twenty pages. Yes. I thought I ran a lot of Facebook pages. <laughs> Apparently, I, I I don't run that many.
1: Well, I think yours yours are yours are really good though. I follow all <laughs> of
0: yours. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so. We brought some food in. Can we break it down one by one? I think this is the venison chili. Yes, that is the venison chili. And what all goes in this? Venison is— Well, we use the backstrap. Venison is deer. Okay, a deer.
1: And we use the backstrap, which is the best quality of the deer. Yes. The highest priced, the tastiest, and nothing is too good for you guys.
0: You know, thank you. You know, it's it's deer (laughs) season right now, right? It is.
1: It is. Um, Chef Q actually bought that, and the price was a little outlandish. Because I had teased them because I said I've never I've never bought venison. Right. I've always had friends that have given it to me.
0: Because so, it's hunting season right yes, now. it, it is they hunting be. season. So anybody that has
1: venison, you can you're welcome to call me up and give me venison.
0: Yeah. Hey, here's a question from Michelle. She said, "Oh, is that the kids' cooking club in Texas City at St. George's?" That is. Okay. Is that Michelle Alvarado? It's uh, Lacombe, Michelle oh, Lacombe. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Good morning. Thank you for watching. Hey, good morning, Chris. Everybody that's tuning in, we're giving away some passes to the Texas Renaissance Festival. All you have to do to be eligible to win these is like, share, comment on this video. Maybe even comment if you've been before what your favorite part of the Renaissance Festival was. Mine is going to have to be the food. Yes. It always comes back to the turkey leg.
1: The turkey legs are phenomenal out there.
0: You know, we asked Chef Jimmy here in studio. Chef, it is Thanksgiving time It's your time to shine. It's my time to shine. I'm about to eat everything on on the table (laughs) whenever it's Thanksgiving. Speaking of turkey legs, what are you cooking traditionally on Thanksgiving? Well, this
1: this year it's just going to be my wife and I at home, so we're only making a turkey and a ham. Okay. She told me we're doing a traditional full-blown-out dinner for the two of us. We always have friends that stop over, but we're doing a turkey, ham. We're doing the, the green bean casserole, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, all that good stuff.
0: Yeah, Green, uh, green bean casserole. That's probably one of my favorites. That is my favorite. What all goes in yours?
1: Um, mine is the, the mushroom soup, of course.
0: Ethan, write this down. We're gonna steal this <laughs> recipe, okay? Mushroom. Um, soup.
1: I add a little extra garlic. We use the the French style green beans. Mm-hmm. A whole ton of the dirty onions, and a bunch of cheese. <laughs> it's I real think, simple but good.
0: Yeah, I don't think I've ever had it with with cheese on it. No, no. Well, my, you gr- need to. my grandma makes it and it's delicious, right. but. I'm, I'm down to try new things. Yeah, I top
1: it with the cheese just because cheese makes everything better.
0: Amen. I'm going to have to agree with you on that. Cheese does make everything better. Okay, so green bean casserole, uh, that's going to be on on your table. Yes. With, you know, with your catering service, do do people reach out to you and say, hey, maybe I'm busy or I'm a bad cook or I just need some extra <laughs> sides or I, I like to do the sides. I need a turkey or a ham. Do they you? I don't reach think anybody's
1: ever said they were a bad cook, but you can kind of tell sometimes. <laughs> By what they order. But we do offer a full meat, a menu with tastefully yours. We're doing sides. We're doing turkeys. We're doing hams. We're doing pies for, I mean, you you buy one item or a whole dinner through us.
0: Okay. All right. When did you know that you were going to be a cook? Were you always cooking as a kid? Did you like to eat as a kid? Were well, you picky and so I needed to cook it myself?
1: <laughs> I grew up in a single family household. My mother worked all the time. And I have a sister named Joanne who I love dearly. Mm-hmm. And she was just, she's older than me. She's going to love that. But (laughs) I had to learn to cook on my own. Mm -hmm. It's just something we learned to do. And when I was 14, I was a dishwasher at a place in Alvin, Texas called Two Flags Cafe. And the chef didn't show up for three days. And they threw me on the line and made me cook. Yeah. And then I found out I was good at it. The fourth day when he showed back up, he fired me and put me back at the
0: dishes. Oh, man. (laughs) But you found a at that point, you realized, hey, I'm good at this. I've been doing it. And maybe I'll stick with this. Yeah, at
1: fourteen. I, I I just I fell in love with the business. It's one of the hardest businesses in the world. You know, running a restaurant, trying to work in a restaurant. It's a lot of long hours, but it's just it's you've got to have passion for it.
0: Yeah, you're going to be working, you know, every holiday. Yes. Even more weekends. You know, and you're you're pre- here's the hardest part. I think you're prepping and cooking all this food, and you know it's delicious, and it's good, but it's not for you.
1: No, I, I I rarely eat everything I cook. You know, I love what I cook. I know what it should taste like, but I'd rather go out to eat.
0: <laughs> yeah, let somebody else uh, cook and clean. Yes, yes. Cook and clean. All right. So you know, you mentioned cooking. Whenever your mom's at work, you have your right. older sister as well. Was she cooking for you, or kind of teaching you, or you, or was she more we, like we would watch it out? her,
1: but we would kind of just have to figure it out.
0: Yeah. What was your dish as a child? Is there something you was your go to?
1: We did chicken tacos a lot. I'm Believe feeling that. Not. you know it's just that was something my mom would make. It was r- very inexpensive to make. you know, would boil off the chicken, shred it, saute it, and get it ready. I mean, it was just it was it wasn't bread to me. yeah
0: <laughs> speaking of of my own experiences, whenever I didn't start trying to cook until I graduated high school, okay my mom, like dinner every day, well, she packed my lunch for school and then right, dinner right. every day was cooking something. And I just ate till I couldn't eat anymore. I was pretty That's good. Thing. Pretty spoiled. You know, like a child just like right, eating, right, eating. Right. And then I started to uh to cook eggs. And that's where it started for me. And then I moved out and I was eating a lot of eggs. But I feel like <laughs> I couldn't mess it up. And I would just like throw right, random right. stuff in there. I felt like Emerald, you know, bam, I'm throwing like a piece of bacon in the, the eggs doing I'm the like salt. <laughs> oh yeah. Salt bay. That was me as as a child. And um I, I did not have I wish I would have started sooner.
1: Well, my, my nine-year-old stepdaughter, she's decided she wants to be a chef, and I bring her in the kitchen as often as I can. Yeah. You know, there's pictures on my Facebook of her trimming pork tenderloins, making her own fruit and meat trays. She's a little beast. All right. You know, we've got a, I've got a shout-out to my nephew, Juan. Yeah, my, my daughter picks on him because she's quicker in the kitchen than he is, and he's 19. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so it's pretty funny. It's, it's a big competition that he bowed out of with her on cooking dinner for me. And it was a $20, like, grand prize. Mm-hmm. And one bowed down to the
0: nine-year-old. Do you ever watch any of the cooking shows, like on the Food Network or the competition-style stuff? I do, I do. I, I enjoy them a lot. Is there one that you like more? I like Cutthroat Kitchen. Cutthroat Kitchen. Yeah. What's the, um, the the idea of that the, one? The
1: idea behind that is you just try to cut the other chef's throat by, <laughs> by buying their ingredients or taking their ingredients away from them.
0: Okay, okay. I've
1: always wanted to do something with the food bank. Yes. Where we do a cutthroat kitchen, but instead of cutting throats, you know, you have, like, uh, donors buy the chef something. Okay. You know, do a competition
0: that way. That's pretty cool. And now you are are doing a class, and I I believe Michelle mentioned that. Can you share? What is that about? Well, the, the Kids Cooking Club is, we
1: started it about seven years ago, and we've seen thousands of children and parents that have come through. It's a free cooking class. On the second Saturday of the month. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's it's from noon to 2. And we've done things from pizzas to meatballs to baked fried chicken. And it's just something to encourage parents and families to get together. And, you know, just enjoy, the, enjoy cooking. Yeah. In my life, every party I've ever been to has always been around focused food. around the kitchen.
0: Yeah. And you know? before I go anywhere, I look at the menu. Before I go anywhere, <laughs> I ask well, two things. Who's going to be there? What kind of food is going to be there? Those are the most important things. Yes, it is. I mean, you
1: know, like I said, I mean, I've just fond memories around the kitchen table, and that's what I wanted to instill with these kids now with the cooking class.
0: Cool. All right. And was that your idea, or did someone approach you? And why is it? Why do you think it's important to teach you know children? Well, um, when
1: I started doing it, I had just just given my life to Christ, and I was praying on something that I wanted to do as a ministry. And, you know, basically through prayer, this was brought to me through, you know, through God. And it was funny because I didn't have a place to do it. I wasn't cooking professionally at the time. And, you know, he revealed to me through prayer. I was at a business meeting and I got to meet Pastor Robin from St. George's. And, you know, it was just it was really funny the way it worked because I didn't know who she was. But I could hear the voice saying, that's who you're bringing the cooking class to.
0: So So it just works out. Yeah, it just
1: worked out perfect. Um, When I went in the first time to do the class, she had warned me about the men from the church. They were kind of standoffish with new people in their kitchen. And God just opened up the doors, and, you know, it's seven, eight years later, and
0: it's just incredible. Yeah, that's awesome. So you mentioned at 14, you know, working in Alvin as a dishwasher. Are you originally from this area? No, I'm not originally. I moved
1: down here um, from California. To move in with my dad.
0: Okay, so how old were you at that point? I
1: was 13 and a half when I came down.
0: Okay, Um, so back in California, did you have a chance to like eat the Mexican food or like there's a a lot of difference? Yeah. Yes,
1: there's a big difference. Um, We used to go to Tijuana all the time and the tacos there are just incredible. You know, you have the little street cart vendors on every corner and it's just amazing. I mean, 30 years ago, it was three tacos for a dollar. Yeah. So you can imagine what you can do with a couple bucks down there.
0: Man, here's what we do. <laughs> time travel. Hear me out. We go back in time 30 years. We're going to Tijuana getting those those dollar 3 3 tacos three for a dollar. dollar and we're feeling good. Right now it's 10:12 a.m. This is dot radio.com 99.5 we're giving away some passes to the Texas Renaissance Festival through Facebook. So if you're listening on 99.5 FM or, or if you're watching on Channel 46, go ahead and head over to KHEA Radio's Facebook page. Give us the thumbs up, give us the follow, and you'll have a chance to win. We have six passes, and we're going to be giving them away uh, to you. All you have to do is like, share, comment on this Facebook page. Uh, stream, this this page, this video, and you'll have an opportunity to win. Good morning. Uh, um, let me know where you're watching from, and then also let me know if you've been to the Renaissance Festival before. We're talking to Chef Jimmy Graves. He brought a bunch of food in here, and I'm very excited to tear <laughs> into all of it, but I'm going to have to share because it it's a lot. I'm going to pull something out the bag, okay. and then we can break it down that's fine. and see what it is. It's a big bag of mystery. Oh, what is
1: what is this? That's a, a, a two sausage chicken jambalaya.
0: It smells great. It's
1: not too spicy. That's why I brought the hot sauce because I wasn't sure if you guys wanted hot or not.
0: I get down. I get down with the spice <laughs> and the hotness. So this is uh, this is jambalaya. So it's jambalaya. Yes. Jambalaya is traditionally like Cajun Louisiana it's food. It's Cajun Louisiana
1: food. Um, this this particular one we bake similar to like a paella. We make it like a paella in the pan. You know, and just simmer it real slow. And it has tomatoes, onions, celery, green pepper in it. Chicken, we have induli and smoked sausage in there.
0: Okay, whenever you were talking about simmering in the bottom of the pan and you said, what did you call it? Um, Kind of like paella. What is paella? Paella
1: is a um, South American dish. Okay. And it's made with rice. And it's done in a, it's like a two-inch pan that it's done in. And it's slow-cooked, real slow, but it has lobster, shrimp, clams, fish, chicken, all kinds of good stuff in it.
0: Man, do you have a favorite kind of food that you enjoy eating and that you enjoy cooking and are they the same
1: one of my favorite foods that i enjoy in cooking and eating is a, i do a jerk chicken it's got 18 different spices in the sauce itself we make it our own on our own and then it's it just i put it on the chicken you know the skewers yeah because anything on a steak is
0: fun is jerk chicken is that cajun as well that's caribbean caribbean
1: i do all kinds of cooking
0: all ki- yeah. yeah i
1: do i do tacos i do an asian fusion taco what goes you know, on that? Well, I use a little oyster sauce. Um, I get a, you either use chicken or pork with it. And then we do a, a shredded coleslaw with jalapenos on the top of it.
0: Mm-hmm. All um, right.
1: Tomorrow we have a special coming out. We're doing a sweet, a sweet Thai chicken leg with fried rice for tomorrow.
0: And where can I get that at? You can get
1: that at Tastefully Yours Catering.
0: So what's the location? How do I get there?
1: Well, the location is 701 Volney Road. And like I said, it's five minutes down from here. And we're going to start doing prep meals. And right now, we're just kind of rolling out gumbos. And we're doing the jambalayas. We're doing a special a day right now. We have a couple salads you can pick up.
0: Yeah. So whenever it comes to the prep meals, I'm always on the journey to, to like, lose weight, stay in shape. Right. Like, I'll eat really bad for a portion of Like, like a, couple, a month and a half. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I put on some weight, and then I try and trim it back. So are you prepping meals for people that are looking to, you know, stay healthy, get healthy or they just want to eat and they well, want to do Well, right now the it's just
1: going to be a like prep meal, but um we're we're looking into the fit meals more, but it's, you know, we just want to do a little more research on that. Yeah. You know, because I don't want to fib to anybody, of course.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's important.
1: Tell them this is low fat. Go ahead and eat two of
0: them. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. we're talking to Chef Jimmy and we're learning about everything that he has going on, which is a lot. You know, whenever you run 20 Facebook pages, you're going to be busy and your phone's probably going off all yes, the time. Yes, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I get about four hours sleep a night.
0: Mm-hmm. And the rest, you just, just run just in and gun in. Okay. I work. Yeah. Whenever it comes to uh, social media and, and Facebook, when did you find that that's something that you also enjoyed, helping other people and running your own pages?
1: Well, just I kind of fell into it. I was working at the Post newspaper, and I just started picking up some of the nonprofit's pages.
0: Yeah. What, 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 were, you doing at the, what were you doing at the Post?
1: Um, I was a sales account executive. Cool. Account executive. And That's I, right on Sixth. That is on Sixth Street, and it's Sixth Street is near and dear to my heart. I love it.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're working at the post, uh, you know, working with different accounts, yes. and then you saw there was nonprofits in our area. Yeah,
1: a lot of nonprofits in our area. They just, you know, a lot of them work with volunteers, and I just started volunteering to run their pages. So, you know, it's fun. I do. I do St. George's page. I do uh, Susan's Markets page. You know, I do a few different ones and. You know, it's one of the ways I can give back to the community.
0: Yeah, that's that. That's very important. So you started doing that. And then there's one that I follow. It's called Bay Area Entertainer. Yes. When did that start? What was the idea for it?
1: Well, that started about four years ago. It was, it was a paper originally that came out once a month. And it was Tech City Lamarck Entertainer. And I started watching that the prints, the print papers just weren't being picked up. So we, you know, implemented a, a, a website with it. We're doing about 1,200 hits a day right now on the on the website. And I'm able to update it daily, which is fun. You know, so we just took it out of print. We named, renamed it Bay Area Entertainer because we're encompassing the whole county now.
0: Yeah. You know, it seems like it'd be a lot of work to start a publication. How often were those uh, Bay Area Entertainers coming out originally? We were doing them once a month. Once a month. And it, and it is a lot of work. I mean, it's a lot more work than I thought it was. Yeah. And, like, what does it take? To to do that, like I guess, like even money wise, like how much money was going into <laughs> printing one publication a month?
1: Um, just I mean, the cost in print alone was about twenty five hundred dollars, and then of course we had production, we had ad space designing, and all that good stuff. So I mean, it, it was it was a little pricey, and you know, and now I'm able, I'm able to offer a lot more affordable advertising, you know, for consumers. It's being, it's reaching out to more people, and it's you know saving a lot of people money.
0: Yeah. So how can I find that? Is it Bay Area BayAreaEntertainer.com? dot
1: BayAreaEntertainer.com, correct.
0: And then the Facebook page as well.
1: It's Bay Area Entertainer. Cool. You know, I'm sure on K H A Radio you can find it there
0: because I know yes. you've liked it. Oh, yes. Yeah, make sure that you check out Bay Area Entertainer. Give them a like. They are, you know, touching and spreading positive news in our area, which I feel like there's a lot. But any opportunity that there is like another megaphone spreading right. that, you know, why not? Why not look into it? Why not help produce content that goes there? So, you know, when, whenever you were working at The Post, um, what is it that drew you to, I guess, like the news? What drew you to spreading information? You know, it's it was funny. I just, I kept looking at stuff and there was nothing I wanted to see.
1: So I, I figured if I created something that I wanted to see, yeah, other people had to want it as well. Right. You know, I mean, because I, I was tired of the police chases, all the bad news. You know, so I wanted to share, you know, things for nonprofits, good news about things that are coming up. Mm -hmm. You know, I I love our our, whole county that we live in is great.
0: Yeah. I I was, uh, I've had some meetings and conversations with the people like the city of Texas City and United Way and the police department and and a bunch of different people. And whenever it comes to, you know, events and food trucks, (coughs) they always say, call Chef Jimmy, (laughs) call Chef Jimmy, email Chef Jimmy. I get that a lot. Yeah. (laughs) So you have a reputation in the area as the person to contact if you need something.
1: I feel so blessed that
0: way because, I mean, it's just taken a lot of years of working hard
1: and just doing what I say. hmm You know, which is, you know, sometimes hard.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I know 6th Street has a lot of really cool events going on. Right. But they're also, uh, you know, implementing, like, more food and more food yes, trucks. Yes, they are. They are. What can you tell us about that?
1: Well, um... The food trucks right now they have down there, they have, you know, Bronco Burritos. But uh, the 6th Street Ice House just reopened. Um, David and Teresa have, have put a lot of money into it. They've really cleaned it up. You know, and then you've got the 6th Street Bar and uh, Garage Bar, which is uh, part of part of that is my menu still. Mm-hmm. I, I helped open the original concept with them. And you've got downtown is reconcepting as well right now. We've got the Pallet Bar that will be opening soon. And then uh, Rice Barbecue. And All there's right. a lot of new places. Oh, and there's OJ's, Soul Food and Seafood.
0: There's a bakery that's about to open next to the ice cream the, shop, Yeah, that's too.
1: with uh, Hey Mikey. Yeah. And I'm not sure exactly too much details on that, but anything Mikey does is awesome.
0: Yeah. So that's going to be uh, coming, like, really, really yeah, soon. Yeah, he's,
1: I would say, about 90% done with it.
0: Okay. So that'll, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, I last went out to 6th Street for Touch Truck. Right. Which was a couple weekends ago.
1: My you, wife actually set up all the food trucks and vendors.
0: Yeah. You were out there, right? Yeah. With Q's Catering? You with Q's Catering right next to 6th Street Ice House. And we talked about that because I was trying to find you. You had messaged like, hey, if you come out. Right. And I was like, I'm coming out. <laughs> but there were so many. So the, the way your wife, I guess, set it up, I was trying to find you. I was like, where's the Well, where, I, where, I, I chose my spot. Okay. And it was a bad spot.
1: It was my fault. <laughs> 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 but we still had fun. We got to see a lot of kids. And God, the horns were
0: unbelievable there are some loud <laughs> horns out there you know what's funny there were you know horns everywhere and yes. so like I have my kids my daughters too my son seven <laughs> so we're going out we're having a blast of course I'm like looking for the food so I'm like where's Chef Jimmy because we kept walking through the trucks and I was like right. I don't see the Q's catering truck I don't see it I don't see it right. so I went all the way down and my wife's like we got to get food because she was hungry because I was like well, well keep going we'll see what <laughs> we can find um so on the way back my kids were finally able to like look in some trucks. So the first one, my son went to go honk the horn. A guy went into the, no, it wasn't a guy went into the window and was like telling him to stop honking the horn. I was like, really? Like everywhere else, horns are blaring. Right. And I was like, I was was like, really? (laughs) You don't hear like the, the giant trucks over there. It was like blaring the horn. It was funny. Well, the, the, the most climbed upon
1: truck there is the school bus. Why is that? I I have no idea. I think it's because they're not allowed to do anything wrong on the school bus. Oh, yeah. So now they're able to do whatever they want.
0: That makes sense. It's human nature. Yes, that (laughs) makes sense. I was wondering that because I saw a big old line again on the school bus. Like, these kids probably ride on a school bus, uh, you know, if field trips. Right, right. Wherever.
1: And some of them five days a week, but there's always the biggest line at the school bus. (laughs) Because we want what we can't have.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So now there's no rules on the school bus Yes. T- touch Yes, and
1: mo- that Monday, it's probably really, really hard for the bus drivers.
0: Yeah, <laughs> to wrangle them back in. Right now, it's 1023 a.m. This is Radio.com, 99.5 FM. We're giving away some passes to the Texas Renaissance Festival. It's taking place right now. So if you want to win some of these tickets that we are giving away, compliments of Tastefully Yours Catering, all you have to do is like this video, comment on this video, share it out. Uh, to your Facebook feed. And then in the comments, let me know, have you been before? What are you looking forward to checking out while you're there? Have you been to the Renaissance Festival?
1: Hi, I went a couple years ago.
0: How was it for you? It
1: was amazing. It was fun. It's not really my, my thing. Yeah. Because you got to dress up to really, I mean, you don't have to, but the people I went with all dressed up. Did you? No. Not a, so I was like the sore thumb. <laughs> you know, or the you know the big thumbs taken out mm-hmm. but i mean it, it is really neat it, it's really cool to watch the jousting
0: yeah you know i went to a place in dallas and it's called medieval times okay See, i've been to one like in that. chicago yeah it's a lot of fun the jousting and the knights and your are you in sections you gotta
1: ask the king if you can go to the restroom
0: yes <laughs> yeah it was it was a great time i enjoy stuff like that i'm not a big fan of dressing up at all right for, for events, but sometimes it is more fun if you just, like, let go of your cares and just embrace everything. Yes,
1: yes. I mean, last year for Dickens on the Strand, I dressed as a pirate. And other than it being a pink shirt, I was okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> Why a pirate? Just because I was more comfortable with that. Everybody else was just out there. Yeah. <laughs> I had to wear less of, like, dress-up stuff to be a pirate.
0: Yes. Okay, I got you. So it made me a little more comfortable. You felt pirate-esque already. I didn't wear the patch. I should have worn the patch, though. It's necessary. I think next time. Are you going to do it next year? Yeah, we're going to Dickens on the Strand. I'll be getting tickets to give away as well for that. Cool. Dickens on the Strand. That's in Galveston Galveston, on the Strand, and they've been doing that for years.
1: I think this is the... 50th anniversary if i'm not mistaken
0: i'm not surprised i remember being a kid and and hearing about dickens on the strain i didn't know what it was but i would just see pictures like in the newspaper For years i didn't know what it was i yeah. mean it,
1: you know when i first moved here i'd hear about it i'm like what? what is it yeah but it's it's fun it's a lot of fun
0: okay cool so uh chef jimmy graves he's here in studio again giving away some passes to the texas renaissance festival if you're interested in those let me know um so thanksgiving it's next week right yeah it's november 18th today and i think thanksgiving is next thursday that's the it 28th so is. we're about uh seven eight nine like, ten days away right <laughs> scary but we are when's the last day somebody can place an order with you and get items for thanksgiving uh, we're
1: trying to do pickups all the day before you know because the day of my wife's gonna have me stay home for sure
0: and she has the menu already picked oh, yeah. out oh yeah did she marry you for your chef skills in part in part yes I mainly mean, love or mainly chef skills? I think a little of both. I think a little of both. She probably loves you. And, then, and, and now with, that now and that she's got me, skills. she found out I'm a little
1: annoying. <laughs> so she's, it's got to be love now.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. You signed here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Til, till death do us part.
0: All right. Um, and again, can we walk through some of those traditional uh, items that you? And everybody else eats for Thanksgiving. Can you give me some secrets for cooking a turkey? Because I've cooked one turkey in my life, and I think I remember it turned out okay. Did it turn out okay? It turned out okay. I
1: always do the breast side down because I want all the juices to to go to the breast. Um, I'm not a big baster. I, I when you baste it, it with butter.
0: that means you like inject it?
1: No, the basting is where you take the juice and kind of pour it on top. Oh, we, yeah. That's like my mom used to do that. Okay. And I remember my mom would do it every 12 and a half minutes.
0: Oh, well, as like, it's cooking? For like
1: 19 hours.
0: This seems like it would take longer. Oh, yeah.
1: My, when my mom cooked Thanksgiving, it was like a day and a half. hmm You know, and, and the very first time I cooked dinner, Thanksgiving dinner after I became a chef and moved back home for a little bit, it, you know, my mom woke up and I was sitting on the couch doing nothing. And she was <laughs> yeah. freaking out. I'm like, what? And I said, the hams across the hall, because we lived in an apartment complex. Yeah. I had a ham in the neighbor's house. I had a turkey yeah. in our house. We had pork tenderloin somewhere else. I had all the sides done. And she was just kind of upset because I made it so easy. And like I said, it took her a day and a half to cook Thanksgiving mm, dinner.
0: 19 hours to <laughs> yeah. cook the turkey. You know, it,
1: it was like a week to defrost it. And I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just like parents when they said they w- walked to school. Both ways uphill.
0: Exactly. You know,
1: that's how my mom cooked turkey. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Made it seem like it was really hard. And, you know, it is a lot of work if you don't know what you're doing. It, it, like it me. is.
1: I mean, it it really is. I mean, like I said, I've been blessed and I'm so used to cooking that it's, it's just second nature for me. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of times I don't even, it's like I already know what has to be in it. And I can tell by the smell how it's going to taste. Yeah. You know, because people laugh. They're like, you don't taste your food? I said, no, it's good. Try it. You know? You're right, yeah. And, and it's just I'm, I've done it so many times that it's repetition now for me.
0: Yeah. So, so one thing that I've noticed is people enjoy the same foods cooked many different ways. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. you got you know fried turkey, you got smoked <laughs> turkey. I don't
1: do the fried baked turkeys because turkey. they're
0: dangerous. Why? Oh, because the fryer? It just
1: what? Well, just I've seen too many videos, and I'd get in a hurry trying to do them. So I like doing smoked turkeys. I like doing baked turkeys. Like doing things low and slow, kind of like barbecuing.
0: Right, but it just you know, just easier. don't you know, want a
1: fried turkey, I'll order one.
0: That makes sense. <laughs> I've I've had fried turkey. My dad's made it, and I've had some that is that have been ordered, and it's so good. Oh, it really is. It is good. But the only thing I wish is that it was breaded, kind of like straight up Popeye's <laughs> chicken. Like if that, they breaded that's a it, good idea, and fry it, and then it just comes out like that.
1: I think it would Almost have to bar cook it first because it takes a little longer to cook and then pull it out and bread
0: it. And then bread it. Is like, that
1: possible? I I don't know, we got to try that. That might be fun to try.
0: Is that how it is when as a chef, you know, like experimenting to find new things like is that possible? Maybe, it's, let's try you know, it.
1: Oh, I I do things all the time that you know that I guess normal chefs or traditional chefs would be like you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. I'm like,
0: why? So do you consider, <laughs> Why am I not? You consider yourself like an untraditional chef? I'm
1: an untraditional chef. I, I, I've never been to formal training. I've been in the business for a little over 30 years. I've ran several restaurants, um, catering. I've owned several different catering companies. I've written hundreds of menus. Um, i got a new concept coming up next year. I'm not going to say too much about it.
0: Now but, I want to know. But,
1: but in January, <laughs> I'll tell you off the air. Okay, okay. But in January, we're going to be hitting some... Uh, some big
0: things. It's gonna be fun. Can you can you hint like a style, it's, or did you already hint with the <laughs> hint some big things?
1: Oh, it's it's gonna be. It's just you know, I have a friend in St. Louis that started doing it, and it's gonna be fun. Okay. I just St. want to leave Louis. everybody hanging it's till January, but January one, I'm gonna roll it out, and everybody's gonna know what's going on.
0: All right, January 1, it's going to be coming to you, Q's Catering. And this was a question that we had from Jazz. She said, "Do you have a restaurant? You have a catering company, but you can come pick it up and order it. Um where where are you located and how can somebody we're, find your menu and order?" We're at
1: 701 Volney Road. I got to always look at the the website is dot eventscom and the phone number is 409-916-2970. Okay. And you, that, that'll actually reach me directly. But yes, you can order online. Um, you can check out our menu online. You can call me up. If you follow our Tastefully Yours events, catering Facebook, I'll, I'll be doing daily posts about what we're selling that day. And we're doing pickups now until about 12.
0: Okay. And it changes it's almost daily? It's going to change daily.
1: daily. We're going to have some of the staples for the winter time. We're going to have jambalaya, red beans and brisket, um, chili, Gumbo and stuff like that. But every day we're going to do something a little different.
0: Yeah. Those are all very, you know, the weather's getting a little bit warm. Right. I mean, cooler. (laughs) You know, people always talk about this is chilly weather. Right, right. It's a real thing.
1: In Texas, if it's 70 degrees-
0: Chilly weather. chilly weather. Okay. Chili is kind of my thing. Like, that's one of my weaknesses, and maybe that's where I get all my strength. I don't know. But I love chili. Not even- it doesn't. Have, it can be any kind of chili, like right, right. chili from a can, chili you know that somebody you, you made. I don't care. I'm down. I love chili. Chili and cheese, and you just pour it on top of anything, like a burrito. Yeah. You know, Fritos. Fritos are always good in it. A chili dog. Chili, chili burger. Chili burger. We're I like it all. Sound
1: like Forrest Gump. Chili shrimp. Chili. Chili shrimp.
0: Hormel chili. <laughs> Wolf Brand chili. Chef Jimmy's chili. Everybody's chili. I'm a, I'm a fan of it. I don't
1: know, but they, they have that white chili. I'm not a big fan of it yet.
0: What kind of that? It's, it's like is that? a
1: white sauce that they're using. Okay. They're using the navy beans, like the white navy beans, and I still haven't caught on to that yet.
0: I'd eat it. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> I didn't say I don't eat it. I just <laughs> haven't caught on to it yet. I gotcha. Hey, I gotta say good morning to, to Brendan Keys. Good morning, sir. And that is your friend. <laughs> that's you know my buddy. That's how I met Brendan hail, Keyes. Hail hail. hail. <laughs> What's up, Brendan? How are you, my friend? How did you meet Brendan
1: Keyes? Oh, man. I met him at the Post newspaper like seven years ago. He had come in to do an interview, and we had contact him about doing advertising and all that good stuff. And I've just watched him rise and, you know, raise his team up and do well.
0: Celtic FC America. Yes. That is, uh, you know, a soccer club, a football club here locally. They play their home games in League City. And they just won the Texas Cup. Yeah, that's a a huge
1: thing. I got pictures in studio. I got a medal. Last week. And I didn't get the medal. I thought he was my good friend.
0: (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) So my son, who is seven, uh, I I showed him. I was like, look at this medal. Look at this medal I got. And he got kind of salty and a little. He was like, you're just showing off. And I was like, I'm not showing off. I just thought it was cool. He was like, give me that medal. And I was like, "Okay, you can see it. You can see it. But, uh, so who has you. the medal now? You or him? It's in my car. I can't keep oh, it in okay. the house because then he'll just steal it he'll from just me. Take it from so me. I keep it in my car. It's literally in my passenger seat and I just take it. And I didn't want to hang it from the, the rear view because what if somebody smashes my window what, and to steals get your it? Or you might just look like you're boasting as you're driving. Exactly. Like my son thought. He was like, You're just showing off. You got a medal. So me
1: it's a safe driver medal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show it to my insurance. Make it go down. It's 1034. This is K-H-E-A-Radio.com. 99. 99- .5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. We're talking to Chef Jimmy about everything that he has going on. He actually brought some hot sauce in as well. Q's Catering. Red Habanero Hot Sauce, and we got Cajun Cayenne Hot Sauce. Um, whenever it comes to making and experimenting with new things like this, right. you have to taste test it a lot. Oh, we taste test a lot. Do you get a lot of people pulled in? Like, What does the process look like <laughs> for creating a new product and a new hot sauce?
1: Um, a couple years ago, I had to learn how to bake. Like, I know how to bake, but somebody wanted a an Italian cream cake. And I did not know how to make it. They told me to learn how to make it. They were buying it and picking up Friday, and they hung up the phone.
0: They are very, very trusting. Said, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I was like, okay. So I went to Google like everybody does. I pulled some some things from different recipes. And the first cake I made, I put on Facebook. Hey, come on out. Get a piece of free cake. Let's go. People were pulling up to my house, getting cake and driving off. yeah and and at the time i lived in a not so good part of town and i told people i said it's going to be funny if you get stopped you're going to show them what you're buying here or getting
0: yeah why are all these cars just coming up and pulling away
1: and that's literally you know they would pull up i would walk out give them cake they would leave
0: (laughs) i can see the cops like going into the cake like opening it up like what's in here i'm just
1: glad i know the police right (laughs) because i think i had a couple officers come up and get some cake as well but it, it's just, anything I try, we we, we test that on people we know. Okay. They're my lab rats. For sure. But it's a good it's a good project.
0: Yeah. You know. You probably have a lot of volunteers. We do. We do. So this hot sauce, would this go on like chips, It goes on tacos? anything
1: but cold cereal.
0: <laughs> He's laughing over there. Okay, good to I've know. I've tried it. Good to know. It's not good on cold cereal. Yeah. One of my favorite <laughs> things about hot sauce. He's like, still going. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I've mentioned like trying to trying to eat healthy at times. Like if you're eating something and it's just like man, but you kick it up, you just put some hot oh, sauce yeah. on it, oh, and yeah. it just takes it immediately the to the level. next level. Yeah, it's for the sure. next level. And that uh, that's what hot sauce does for me. And It has like zero calories.
1: Exactly. It's it's but fat free. But so much free. flavor. It's fat free. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, I'm gonna pull in the bag and, and pull something else out and see what we have. We're talking to Chef Jimmy, tastefully yours, catering, Q's catering, Bay Area Entertainer. The man that has kids cooking very pub. busy. So we have, I believe this is gumbo, That's right? That's gumbo, yes. All right. Um, what is going on with your gumbo? Oh, you're gonna love
1: it. You should. You should actually try some.
0: I do want to try air. some gumbo, Ethan. On air. Ethan. Do you want to go grab us? Oh, a, I got some spoons. We have some in, spoons. We just in the bag. go grab us a bowl. Like uh, there's some over there. <laughs> you know where where they are? Where the microwave He's is? He's like, I'll oh, find them. Yeah, just go grab some real dishes. Grab <laughs> a couple bowls so you can have have some too.
1: That's very nice of you.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I, I, can't eat, I can't eat all this food. No, there's a lot. I brought a lot in. There's a ton of food in here, which I am excited about, Um, and, and gumbo. So whenever it comes to gumbo, what's the most important part to you? The roux. It is the roux. And it's just
1: cooking it slow and slow. Yeah. You know, with a lot of bacon grease.
0: Mm-hmm. Whenever it goes to the process, like how long does it take to create the, the roux?
1: It's, it's about an hour. It's about an hour-long roux.
0: Mm-hmm. And yours, like, I've seen some that are, like, thicker and some that are thinner. Mine's a little
1: thinner, but I I call it, it has that dirty flavor. Yeah. And you'll see what I mean. It's not, like, dirty, like, it's just that, it's that, like, Louisiana flavor. Okay. And I get a lot of people from Louisiana that'll say, oh, I'm from Louisiana. Let me try it. Yeah. And so far, none of them have spit it out. They all loved it.
0: (laughs) So. So I'm I'm, I'm good with that. So yours is, like, the Louisiana Cajun-style gumbo? As far as I know. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're not complaining about it. They're eating it. Yeah. And, and, it, and I learned how to make it originally in Chicago.
0: Okay. When so, did you go to
1: Chicago? I lived there for about 20 years. For
0: tw- Okay. Yeah. So you were in? In Chicago 20 years where I did a lot of my restaurant stuff. Okay. So at I, what point did you move? So 14 years, 13 14. I was and a half, about 14.
1: 18 when I moved to Chicago.
0: So 14 to 18. You lived here in the area. Yeah. You mentioned working in Alvin. Yes. Then you moved to Chicago. What took you there? Um, I just wanted to, my, my father had moved there.
1: And, I, you know, I was old enough where I, I moved, but I moved away from him. Yes. And he lived in one of the suburbs. I lived in the city. And it's an amazing place. But it's way too busy. Is there for a lot of good now. food? Oh. The neighborhood I lived in, you could walk out of my, my apartment. And within a minute, you would have a cab. Within two minutes, you could be at five different restaurants. Wow. You know, it was amazing. I mean, I, I ran an Italian restaurant on one corner. Across the street was a Mexican restaurant. Then there was a Starbucks, and there was a, like a Bagel Authority, and then there was a sushi place. Okay. Right right in like a two-minute walk. Chicago, is it a
0: good mix of people
1: there? It's a very good mix of people. Um, it's just, it's not so safe anymore. Right. You know, I mean, you, everybody's seen the news. You see it on Chicago. the news all the time. You know, it's just, it's a, it's a crazy town. I don't know what what's going on with them.
0: Yeah. But the food's incredible. Well the thing that, that I'm wondering, you know, a mix of people, because if you say we got Mexican food, right. we got sushi right, right across the oh, street yeah. from each other. Oh yeah. I've I've learned my lesson. I've I've traveled a bit, you know, going to different places and right. I've had Mexican food. Yeah, all over the United States. I'll right. say that. And sometimes it's not the best. So Chicago, no, do they have Chicago's good Mexican? It's food? okay. It's it's nothing great. I love the fancy
1: bowls you brought.
0: Yeah, only the best for for tastefully <laughs> years catering. Uh those work. Ethan, could you pour? There's some rice in there as well, so Okay, okay. Uh we're going to get Ethan to to pour some of this gumbo into these bowls. And we're going to You gonna definitely need a little bit of the rice, Ethan. Yeah. And the rice the, this rice goes with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ethan, just put I just want to taste like the roux with some some rice on it pretty much. So like <laughs> I'm talking like like maybe like two bites like in mine so that way I can keep talking cuz once I get eating, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what'll happen. I can't stop. Gone. So you want the rice first Yeah rice first uh a little bit like maybe like two spoonfuls of, of gumbo main you know really want some, some of stuff roux. you
1: want to try that dirtiness.
0: that's what I need <laughs> and and maybe like one thing around ri- I'm talking like two you know a bite and a half or so so uh Ethan in studio making it happen intern Ethan uh controlling the stream pretty much the master of puppets over there he's
1: doing a good job over there
0: he is he's he's good uh, good guy but we have chef Jimmy here in in studio and we're talking right now about Whenever he was in Chicago, so you learned to make the gumbo. Whenever you were over there, just,
1: yeah, I, I was running restaurants, and it was just something that I could sell. So I learned to make it there. Yeah, how yeah. many
0: restaurants were you were you working with?
1: When when I was out there, I over the years probably about twelve different restaurants.
0: Yeah, but you were there for twenty years. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then like one of the, you know, I worked for one company. We ran five restaurants for them. You know, they're all different concepts. Okay. You know, some were some were Spanish, some were. Uh, you know, just deli kind of sandwiches somewhere, just bars and, you know, with tavern food. Yeah. But uh, the owner the owner had five different places I ran for him.
0: You know, Chicago, the first thing that comes to mind is the their style of pizza.
1: Deep dish pizza is incredible there. You know, one of the things I do miss also is almost any street corner in Chicago, you can get a slice of pizza. Yeah. You know, you can't do that here. Kind of like New York. Right, right, right. I've never been to New York, but I've heard it's, you know— there's a lot of similarities. Yeah. But, you, I mean, just a slice of pizza, walk, walk it out your door and just walk down the street with it is great.
0: Yeah. What other kind of food is Chicago known for? The hot
1: dogs, of course.
0: Okay. They have the Chicago-style hot right. dogs.
1: Chicago-style hot dogs.
0: What goes on that? Because that's like onions.
1: That's, that's uh, There's no, no ketchup at all allowed. Mustard? Uh, mustard. Okay, mustard. Then they have a, a green relish, onion, pickle, cucumber, tomato, and sport peppers. But then, what makes it really the, the flavor really good is a little bit of celery salt.
0: Celery salt, yeah. okay.
1: Like I can get all the good stuff that I need here to make a good hot dog, you know, without ordering it. And mm-hmm. I, I don't, want, I don't need a like a box of a hundred for myself. So I always use celery salt on any hot dog I eat now.
0: Yeah, that's cool. So you got the Chicago style hot dog, the Chicago style pizza. Right. There's a place I think it's called Dan's, and I've seen them on Bay Area Houston Food Lovers that right. makes a, a Chicago I style deep dish. I've not been there yet. It looks good in pictures. I it haven't been there good. either. Right.
1: We should go one day.
0: We need to go. Yeah, Ethan and, and check buy. it out. If Ethan's paying, I'm I'm there. So I'm, <laughs> he shook his head yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan's a good guy. He's over here making uh making some servings, and I'm I'm trying this right now. I had a little bit of the rice. I'm trying to make sure I get some roux and some sausage, but Chef Jimmy, you, you made this. You kind of learned and picked up the, I guess, your recipe and crafted how you're going to make it in Chicago. Right. And you brought and that it, back to you. And it
1: always, you know, I always add something new or learn something new. I mean, when anybody says they can't learn anything new, they're crazy.
0: It's good. You know, thank you. <laughs> it's very good. I <laughs> love could, it. You could
1: really tell by the face. hmm You know, he wasn't going, oh, it's good.
0: I want to try one of the hot <laughs> sauces. Which one would uh, go on this? Because we got the red habanero. I would do the
1: habanero because I, I like a little more heat. Okay. You know I like a little more heat.
0: So habanero—that's a kind of pepper.
1: It's kind of pepper. Uh, they also call it Scotch bonnet. Okay. It's those little orange kind of wrinkled ones you see at HEB a lot.
0: All right, and we're we're trying some of this gumbo. Tastefully Yours Catering gumbo. Yeah, you can just set it to the side. <laughs> Ethan's going ham hey, sandwich. He's going in. I Ethan, know. Ethan's I like- need you to post a picture. To social media at some he's point. He's
1: smiling. Look at He's scooting up. He's like,
0: yes. Okay, I'm putting a lot of hot sauce. I don't know if y'all are seeing what I'm doing, but I'm going for it. Ethan, <laughs> yeah. do you want to try Well, obviously, take a picture, then try yours first. See what kind of spice He's you have. like, let me eat. And then we're going to let this gentleman eat. But if, if you are hanging out, you just joined in, don't forget that you have an opportunity to win some passes to go to the Texas Renaissance Festival. It's taking place right now, and you can go. Compliments of Tasteful Yours Catering and Chef Jimmy making it happen. So uh, this this gumbo, I w- I wish we had Ethan's camera on so you could see. I may turn his mic on because we're gonna need to see his reaction to everything as it goes. He's gonna see if he can post this this picture. That it looks delicious. <laughs> so I'm gonna try this with the hot sauce. I'm excited. Woo, that's good. I it's, put a it's lot. It's not a killer. Boom.
1: It's not killer sauce, but it, I mean it'll 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 light you up a little bit.
0: Oh, that's that's good. That <laughs> and that, it's
1: good and you know I don't like I said I don't drink. But it's really good in Bloody Mary's. Mm-hmm. I do like a virgin Bloody Mary, and it's really good with, you know, which just tomato juice, some right. seasonings.
0: And then you throw the, the <laughs> sauce with the in it. The there. hot sauce in it. Wow, that's great. Uh, so we have some comments coming in. This is from Gabby. She said, I love Renfence. Renfest, would love to go. Make sure you share it out. Thank you for, for commenting and, and like this as well. Brendan Key said, Jimmy, a local legend in the Bay Area, great guy. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's facts. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And then Jazz talking about the gumbo said you have to add rice to the gumbo. Yes. He wants to know if you if you make Boudin as well. I do not make
1: Boudin. Um my, my, my friend Big Phil does from Big Phil Smokehouse and that's where I get my Boudin from is from him. How important are those relationships? Oh, I love them. I mean, you know, just for Lone Star Rally, I didn't want to do a, I didn't want to bring a trailer down. Yeah. For for a for a friend of mine. So I, I called one of my buddies, Big Phil, and I said, hey, you want the spot? He went down there for all three days, made some good money, had a heck of a time. I got to go eat for free. So that's, that's some, of, some of those relationships are really good.
0: Yeah. I, I would say if there is somebody, like if you need bread or like a bakery item, it's something that you are not set up to do, or you're like, hey, they already do it. Perfect. It's local. I can support my friends. It just makes sense. Like it he does, has boudin. I need boudin right. for a recipe. I'm, I'm going to work with that. Or need boudin for me. Yeah. Ethan, what do you think? Ethan's eating over there. Pull your pull your mic. He's, he's pull shaking your mic his over. head. That was a big a big spoonful. Oh, I think he's in love. <laughs> he's in love with the gumbo. That's a song. I'm in love with the gumbo. <laughs> About to be a rap song up in here. We have Ethan uh, trying it out over there. What's your thoughts? So I've only had gumbo maybe twice, including now. Have I ruined you for all of
1: the gumbo? <laughs> I think you have. I am
0: I am quite literally in love. <laughs> and my mouth is just a party right now. With flavors.
1: Th- that's that's a beautiful thing. That's what we try to achieve. Any chef, that's what we want to hear.
0: Ethan, have you ever had habanero hot sauce before? Maybe put like a drop on one. I want to say yes. Here, I'll, I'll get a spoonful. Yeah. I'll put a on <laughs> A spoonful? On yeah. yeah, get a spoonful and then put it. No, he's putting a drop on oh, okay. his on his spoonful so that way it doesn't go in the whole bowl because then if he mixes it in. <laughs> right, right. And then he hates it. Yeah, or it's like, it's too hot. Oh, no, he loved it. Do you like spicy stuff, Ethan? Look, look Ethan at says that.
1: he does. <laughs> so I'll have to bring another hot sauce because I think that one will be missing. <laughs> no. When can, we, uh, when can we schedule you to come back?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. I love you guys. I mean, you guys are great. Well, thank you. <laughs> I, appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, you, uh, you know, it's always nice to hear that. And I like
1: to bring gifts. I always like to bring gifts. Yeah,
0: and, and I love passing gifts along. So, you know, these Texas Renaissance Festival passes, we're going to get these out as soon as possible. We'll look at the at show at the end of the day and, and, and try and announce some winners tomorrow and give you instructions on how you can come pick these up or we can get these to you because the Renaissance Festival is going on right now. And I actually looked it up a couple days ago. I was like, how long is it going on till?" Because it goes through December, I, it's, I believe. Yeah,
1: it's uh, It should say it on the tickets, actually.
0: Okay, cool. You know, speaking of, of really cool events, have you been, and they just opened this year, <coughs> the Magical Winter Lights at the Dock I Track. Have.
1: I have. Yeah. I've been every year since. Um, UC is a friend of mine. I, I met her, you know, just through advertising. And she's the one that that runs it. Yes, and they they do an amazing job out there. I mean, if you go out there, make sure you stay to see the acrobats.
0: Oh yes,
1: <clears throat> you know it's not just about the lights. They bring in I think it's about twenty different acrobat acrobats that do an act, and it's amazing.
0: Yeah, and they they are not from here. Those acrobats. No, they're from China. Yeah, and they stay here yeah. I guess for months
1: for the, the time they're here, and then they go back and probably just rehearse because they're that incredible.
0: Yeah. I wonder where they stay at. I need to have them in here. I don't know that to bring them in be, studio and that, see how that goes. That would be neat. That'd be fun. I'm gonna reach out. We're actually gonna shoot a shine on Lamarck. I don't know if I'm if I'm allowed to reveal. Like I've never asked. What? You know, like you know, it's all scheduled out. <laughs> they might be hidden. <laughs> Do you have you worked with Colleen Merritt before? I have. Colleen is a I love Colleen. So man. she plans more than most people ever. Yes. And I don't know how well you, you know, you've, you've met me now and you, right. you know <laughs> how much I plan. No. So working with someone oh, like Colleen, Colleen
1: has like 112 things today planned.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. And she'll finish 113 of them. So at the beginning of the year, we actually met last December and she was like, here's all the shine on the marks for the rest of the year that you're going to be doing. And I was like, all right that's and this is the most planned out thing i've ever been in <laughs> well, on there as well <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be awesome <laughs> so yeah we we have a magical winter lights is uh coming up and we're going to be doing a shine on the mark f- for them we have a shine on the mark that we're doing for ebony and ivory that's right okay. over there we yeah, have a, yeah in the mall right there in the in the strip and then we have um i think there's four more for this year Wow. That, that are left and then we're going to be starting on the calendar for next year which actually i'm not even joking the calendar's already like there things are flexible right but the calendar is is there like it was there in january she's like oh yeah well that'll be for next year i was like you're colleen like, you're, you're awesome. like,
1: how are you figuring this out she's yeah. got the year uh 2025 planned
0: <laughs> okay so uh here's a reminder if you're not watching on channel 46 and you're not watching on facebook <laughs> and you're just listening on the radio that we are eating some of this gumbo that tastefully yours and chef jimmy prepared for us um and we put some of this habanero hot sauce in and jazz had a question she said how hot on a scale from one to ten how hot it is the hot it the sauce back. it has a little reading oh the meat the rating the meter okay so this is the one we didn't try the cajun cayenne hot sauce this is a four out of ten. Four out of ten and what does that one say it's a 10? It's a 10. That one has a 10 out of 10. I, I,
1: it might be a little fibbing on that. I think it's about an 8.
0: I would say that's fair. I mean- An 8.
1: Yeah, but I think they just, you know, the the marketers-
0: Yes. They try to jack it up so you, you're, you know, you're prepared. Well, depending on how much you put on it- Well, true. <laughs> yeah. I, I put quite a bit, and my mouth feels, if I was someone else, but I grew up eating right, right, spicy stuff as a kid.
1: I'm the worst to take, if you ask, is that spicy? I say no, and most people not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, they're like, yeah. oh my God,
1: what is this? I'm like, well, you asked the wrong person.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. My, my nine-year-old
1: daughter used to eat, uh, she used to eat the jalapeno chips and she'd have little tears coming out of her eyes.
0: But she'd keep going? She'd keep going. She's a beast.
1: She loves it. Powering Brianna through. loves it. She loves hot.
0: Yeah. I would say <laughs> that the hot sauce, that the habanero, straight up, probably a seven or an eight. Right. On my scale.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I'd say about an eight.
0: Yeah. I've had the hottest stuff that I've ever had before- is those little chiles. And I was talking to someone about this the other day, but my granddad.
1: Oh, the little red ones?
0: Yeah, they're red or sometimes those, green.
1: Those are poisonous, I think.
0: I, You know, I think that's what it is. <laughs> it's, a, it's not hot. It's an allergic reaction that <laughs> yeah. your body is it's, doing. I mean, I've I've had them. Piquinos or something. Yeah, piquinos. That's a weird, yeah. And, that's and I've seen people
1: that eat them like, like it's nothing. That's my granddad. And the ones that eat them usually are like these little skinny people. Yeah. That you couldn't think, wouldn't take anything.
0: Yeah, well, that's my granddad. He's yeah. like me probably skinnier than I am, you know, just as tall right, as right. I am. You know, look, think of me like 50 years from now. You know, that's him. Right. And he just eats them like nothing. He takes them and puts them on his plate, cuts them up. You know, he has beans and rice probably every day. And, and he cuts them up Boop. so he even gets,
1: like, he don't even get to swallow them. He's making sure. The juice. And he knows right. he's making it sure he's getting
0: every bit of hot. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the hottest thing I've had personally where it was just uncomfortable. I was like, why? Yeah. It's, you touch your finger and it just starts burning. You know what most pe- most peppers do?
1: Right, right. Well, it's like years ago I ran a, a Bayou City Wings in in Baytown. And they had that the insanity wings. Mm. And as much fun as it was because we had a waitress that was a little petite girl, yeah, that could just handle all the heat. You know, we'd get the college guys in and I'd have her eat one in front of them. And then would like egg them on. Yeah. And then of course they would be like, "Oh, we could do it." Yeah. They'd run to the bathroom. Oh, man spit it out, cry, you know, but it's like, it's not, it's not flavor.
0: No, it's, (laughs) it's an allergic reaction. Right, right. That's appropriate. (laughs) Like my body is not, like it just burns. Everything burns. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I like spicy,
1: not, not, not like that though.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of, of those challenges, have you ever done one? Like, Hey, this is how hot (laughs) it is. Or can you eat this much? I,
1: I won't do them. I know better. You know, even when you see them with the jalapenos. Right. Like, 6th uh, Street, they do the chili cook-off, and Manny will do the, the jalapeno eating contest for the people, and he lets them eat the pickled jalapenos. Mm-hmm. You, your body's not designed to eat 20 of those in three minutes. Yeah. And then he says you got to eat one whole or, I, I think you start with a, with a pepper, like a jalapeno first, then you can eat the pickled ones. Okay. But your body's not geared for that. It's not. You know, it's like eating 100 hot
0: dogs. I'm not doing that. But sometimes you want to push your body to the <laughs> limit. See what you're really capable of. Sometimes. Or you want your, your name on the wall of fame. Or no. the t-shirt. Well, maybe the t-shirt. <laughs>
1: T-shirts are always worth it. Yes. But yeah, I, I just, I, I avoid those.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a I've lot of fun. But I've encouraged
1: them. You know, like I said, when I went to Bayou City Wings, we would, we would you know, tease the bigger guys with the little waitress that would eat them. Yeah. And then laugh.
0: At our Talk of Taco cook which we had right here in La as I well.
1: And I missed, I had two weddings mm-hmm. that I catered that day. Yeah. Or I would have taken a trophy home.
0: <sighs> you know, Texas Pitside Barbecue came in and cleaned up shop. Oh, yeah. They won every category across the board except for one they got like second place oh, in, wow. in chicken. And actually the city of Dickinson had a team out here. <laughs> and they won first place in chicken. Well,
1: um, I mean, if you're going to win against them, that's the best way to win, I guess.
0: Yeah, and they, they ended up getting only second. But I, I'm going to make
1: sure next year when you do it, I'm going to block that weekend off. Cool. And I'm coming out. I'm coming after Texas Pit Stop.
0: Woo, all right. <laughs> if you go if you go in their restaurant and you, you order and you look up on the wall, you'll see the, the trophies. They're actually the cutting boards that they, right, they right. brand. And they have like, boom, 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 boom. They all say Taco Taco. I went in there the other day because I'm in there all the time. And I was like, snapped it. I do. I love it. It has the little logo, cartoon guy. But uh, we, I was one, I had suggested at the Taco Taco Cook-Off to do a taco eating contest, and that may be something we look at right. for next year. Maybe it's timed, like, hey, who can eat, you know, can, five tacos the quickest, so that way we're not forcing shell, people. Hard shell,
1: soft shell.
0: I don't know. Those are all things we'll have to decide.
1: tomato. Yeah, we can see. There's a lot. There's yeah. a
0: lot of. It's a lot that goes into it, and that's what we right. discovered. So we're like, okay, let's just. Figure out if we have something that works with the taco cookoff first, right. and, and we do. And I think you guys did great with it. You know, it went so smooth. Um, you know, working with the United Way, right? They they're awesome, and they've you know the Chris DeLisandro, Chris is awesome. Yeah, he's he's put on so many cookoffs. And so you know, he's
1: a he can cook.
0: That's what I've heard, and I've never had the opportunity to eat any of his barbecue, but you, he has the trophies to prove it.
1: But he's got a better steak.
0: Oh really? Oh yeah, Chris, are you holding <laughs> out on us? <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so right now it is 1057. We have a couple minutes left talking to Chef Jimmy Graves right here in studio with Tasteful of Yours, Q's Catering with the Bay Area Entertainer. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to share that we haven't touched on yet?
1: Not really. I mean, I'm just I am happy to be here. I'm glad you guys are enjoying my food. And, you know, I'd love for the listeners to come out, give us a call, order some food, get some gumbo hot sauce from us.
0: All right. And can you remind everyone – you know, the websites, how to get a hold of you, the social media, number, everything.
1: The 409-916-2970. The website is tastefullyyoursevents.com And then look for Bay Area Entertainer on Facebook, as well as Tastefully Yours Catering on Facebook. We also have Kids Cooking Club on Facebook. Please like and share that one out. That one's the one that's the nearest and dearest to me. You know, it's great to be able to teach the kids how to cook.
0: Yeah, to give back.
1: And, and to see the parents, I mean, you know, we have it's a two-hour class, and we have arts and crafts. It's at a church, but it's church for the unchurch is what we call it. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't sit there and cram down Jesus. I mean, we we want to love Jesus, but you know, it's it's a comfortable setting for parents that might might not normally come to church. And then you know, everybody gets to eat. It's free. Awesome. You know, some of the cooking classes for kids are forty-five dollars an hour or more. Yes. You know, we just, it's all a donation from us to the community.
0: Yeah. My son, he loves to to cook. Yeah. But the issue is I don't like to clean up his mess. And so that seems like it's a great opportunity to have my son learn where I'm not, yes. like, stressing out. Right, right. You know. Well, see,
1: my nine-year-old, she loves to cook and she's on dish duty. Okay. So I don't have to worry about the dishes. See. We, we had the boy doing them. He's seven. Mm-hmm. So... Food. We, we had to take him off dish duty. I don't know if he was a genius and just didn't do them right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or just didn't I mean, do him right. Yeah. you know He's an
1: A student, so he might have been a genius and said, I'm just not going to do these right. And eventually they'll get tired of rewashing everything and take me off.
0: <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah, kids are smart. Yeah, they are. Kids are smart. Uh, again, hey, thanks for tuning in today. Don't forget, like this video. Comment, let me know, have you been to the Rinfest before or you would like to go? And then share this video out on our Facebook page. If you're watching on Channel 46 or listening on 99.5 FM, go search KHEA Radio. Hit the thumbs up, give our page a like, find our latest video, share it out. We're giving away passes. We actually have six passes uh, to the Renaissance Festival taking place right now. If you want to go, let me know. We may pick you. Chef Jimmy, you're awesome. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Y'all be blessed. Have a good day.